Hey everybody, welcome back to the waiting room here, another week. I'm so glad, so excited to talk to you guys um, this week just about what God has been downloading and depositing in my spirit. So, let's get right to it. Hey guys, I'm so happy to have you back. I'm so excited to get back into um, this week's episode in the waiting room. <laughs> I think I'm about to make that my, my little theme song. The waiting room. I can't sing, so don't, don't judge me. Don't judge me. Pretty happy today. It's, it's sunny out. It's nice. You know what I'm saying? I'm alive, right? So... I want to talk about this week the issue I have with uncomfortable conversations. Not going to lie. Nobody's perfect. You know what I'm saying? Nobody likes everything, especially when it comes to talking about yourself. I actually don't like talking about myself. I'm not going to lie to y'all. And the only reason why I don't have an issue with this podcast is one, because again, y'all can't see me. And two, I know that it's helping somebody else. And I'd rather write it. I'd rather talk about it behind closed doors or whatever, in a car, whatever it is, and leave it at that. If I don't have to talk to you in a plat- in a, a forum or something, I'm not going to trip. Granted, there's no, there's no uh, telling what God has in store, what God wants me to do. And I'm definitely submitted to doing that. And I'm going to leave it at that. But as of right now, I'm comfortable. Maybe I shouldn't have said that because I feel like God going to act funny and do something. But I'm going to leave that conversation alone. Anyway, um, I want to talk about uncomfortable conversations. And the reason why I want to talk about uncomfortable conversations is because I myself just had one recently. And it honestly made me look at myself and made me identify some things that was kind of holding me back. And every single one of them had to do with me. It had to do with my mindset. It had to do with some triggers that I didn't necessarily acknowledge um, and are starting to grow. So a friend of mine, I was talking to a friend of mine, and they made me see that my reactions were just a product or a result of some unresolved 
situations, if you will. And I'm being very vague on purpose, <laughs> but if you guys catch it, you catch it, you get it. If not, as God's revealing to you, go to him in prayer, fast, do what you gotta do. Um, so I looked at those situations that I was in or those um experience that I experiences that I had and I looked at well how was I before how did I respond before and how do I respond now and looking at that it showed me that there's still some areas of immaturity when it comes to me and that in conclusion is really stopping me from propelling forward right so this week, I really want to encourage you guys to have those uncomfortable conversations. And it doesn't necessarily have to just deal with things that you've been through. It can be um, a past friendship or a relationship uh, with someone. You know, it could be a family member, a friend, or whoever it is, as long as it's safe. Um, to have those conversations to really heal, really talk to them and tell them, you know what I'm saying, like how, how it affected you. And to get those answers if you need them. Now, it's always good to talk about, you know, situations and talk about things. Um, you know what? All right. Let me just, let me just, uh, let me just do it this way. I was talking to a friend of mine about um, a past relationship that I had with someone. And I responded to them. I was telling them, oh, no, I'm good. Like. I'm cool. I don't need to see them. I don't need to talk to them. There's nothing we need to talk about. There's nothing that I have to say. Like, I'm healed. Like, I don't need closure with them. Like, I'm fine. And then I realized when it was time for me to actually see that person, I started to feel real anxious. I started to feel real, real uncomfortable because I'm like, I don't know how I'm going to react. I don't know how what I'm going to say I don't know you know what I'm going to do when I look at them you know or like I, I feel like all that anger is going to just come bubbling back up and I don't want to be in that space anymore like I want to be at peace it made me realize that sometimes we feel like we might be healed or we might be over something because we're not around that person or that thing any longer that atmosphere any longer when in all reality sometimes it's not that's just convenience so you're not actually being healed. You're actually um, pacifying the situation or pacifying that bruise or whatever. And I'm not saying that's what I was doing because I do wholeheartedly believe that I am healed. I am delivered from that situation. I know I am. But I, I feel like there was still a little unforgiveness in there because a part of my weight, part of me being so anxious and getting some stuff that I wanted God to give me was because I wanted to one up that person to show that person, well, you missed out or to show them like your mistake. You know what I'm saying? I got what I wanted, you know, just, just to really show off on that person. And that was, that's not an attitude you should have when it comes to relationships, promises, you know, all that good stuff. So I really had to repent and ask God to forgive me for thinking like that and for behaving like that because that wasn't the, I, I should never 
ever play or treat somebody's future heart like that. Like I should never do that. This is somebody's, you know, precious, precious gift. And it's just like, if, if I'm asking God for something, if I'm asking God for a gift, if I'm asking God for a forever, why would I base the foundation on having that, you know, on something so trivial? And I really had to forgive myself for that because that wasn't right. That wasn't fair. And I'm just so glad I had that conversation because it made me realize that like, yo, you are really tripping because your life is not attached to what happened to you. Well, it is in a certain way, in a certain aspect, but it's not attached to that hurt. Anything that hurt me doesn't have to stay with me. I can choose to move on and I can choose to let it go. And I can choose to prosper in spite of, and I don't have to use that as a crutch or as a measuring tool of my success. So got that together, right? Had that uncomfortable conversation. Um, and it was very uncomfortable because I didn't want to talk about it. Like, I feel like, you know, if, if I let you go, if I decided to keep you out of my life, if I decided to X you out of my life and just say forget you then that's it you should have no more room in my life you should have no more room in my head no space no nothing and I'm so glad that I had that conversation because it forced me to grow up in the area it forced me to be mature in my feelings it forced me to be mature in my emotions and also in my pain and it freed me a little bit more because it allowed me to see um just some faults that I have within myself and I think that's good to look at because sometimes we feel like things happen to us and we only had a little bit to do with it but sometimes we need to take 100% ownership even if you don't see it at the moment a part of you knows that you need to take some type some type of majority ownership of something and I'm not saying those huge traumas um, like rape or molestation and stuff. I wouldn't dare touch on that because one, I don't, I don't know that experience, and I can't tell other people's stories. But I will say that sometimes there are situations where we have to take that ownership, where we have to look back and say, "Yo, I kept digging, I kept going, I kept uh, uh, indulging in that." So I really just wanted to talk about that. And just say that it's important to have those those uncomfortable conversations. And you know they're uncomfortable when you're talking about it and you're really not looking that person in the eye and you wandering everywhere else because it's uncomfortable to look them in the eye and talk to them, especially when it comes to talking about your own mess. Mm-mm. I get it. I promise y'all, I don't like it either. But it's important. It is so important. Find somebody... To have these uncomfortable conversations with, even if it's with, you know, the parties involved, right? As long as it's safe. I'm not saying go back to that ex-boyfriend and tell him how much he hurt you and how you wish you never met him or whatever it is. I'm not saying that. You don't necessarily have to, but you have to be real as if that person was in your face, as if that person was talking to you at this moment. If you have if you have that luxury that you can talk to them and you can have that, that conversation, by all means. And if you feel like you're strong enough to do that, by all means. But don't force yourself to have a conversation that you feel like is going to set you back, right? It's going to be uncomfortable. Just because it's uncomfortable doesn't mean that you have to go back. And I remember having a conversation with a couple of people before and I was telling them that 
just because you reconcile with someone or you forgive them doesn't mean that you have to continue a friendship or relationship with them doesn't mean that you have to go back doesn't mean that you know okay well now we can start rebuilding again no you can forgive them you can wish them well you can tell them all of the things that you want to tell them and you can move forward and in that you have to wait on what God is going to give you because of it because you allow yourself to, to forgive because you allow yourself to be vulnerable and be open and be transparent you have to wait to see what else God is going to reveal to you and for me I found out that that was something that I struggled with because when I would forgive somebody or when I would ask God to help me or when I would fast and pray and ask God to deliver me from some stuff I would want it to happen within that week and honestly sometimes it don't happen like that like for me it didn't happen and of course something that was my own it didn't happen till like a year or so later well, I really felt, I really felt healed. I really felt, I'll say about almost two years. I really felt okay where I really healed, not not just spiritually from, from situations, but really emotionally. Like, I used to think that my spirit and my emotions were together. And I'm like, okay, well, if my spirit feel this way, then my emotions should. And it don't happen like that. It's okay. I went to a conference. Uh, when I went to a conference in Florida, I learned that it's okay to have emotions. Like God knows that we have emotions, and He wants us to feel those emotions, including our spiritual, our spirituality, with our spirituality. And that made me feel good because I'm a very emotional girl. Okay, I'm very emotional. Some of my friends call me dramatic. That's fine. I just feel like I'm very passionate about some things, and there's nothing wrong with that. So I would not let them condemn me, okay? And if y'all listening, talk to Jesus. Don't talk to me. But um, I do want to encourage y'all to really have those emotions, to feel those emotions, to allow yourself to feel and learn to wait on what God is going to give you, which is that freedom, which is that understanding, which is those revelations, which, you know, is that, that, that peace that comes with knowing that your story is not over you're just on a certain page you're on a chapter and I think the church should start talking to us should start teaching and granted we can do that too but I think they should start teaching us on learning how to wait on our emotional state to improve like when it comes to trauma when it comes to and when I say trauma, y'all, I'm talking about heartbreak. I'm talking about disappointment. I'm talking about rejection, right? And these are all strong emotions, especially when you experience them back to back. And when you experience them so frequently, it does something to you. It really does something to you. Like me, I dealt with rejection at a very young age and for a very long time. And I'm not talking about just one area. I'm talking about rejection with friends, like fitting in, rejection with um, being bullied, rejection with jobs, rejection with relationships, like all of that. I know, I, I've had losses. I haven't. And I was talking to a friend before, and she was saying, oh, well, I didn't know that, you know, you dealt with that. I didn't know that people really told you no. Like, yes, I'm human. Like, I'm not going to show all of my losses. I'll talk about them, 
I'll t- and I'll talk about them a little bit, but like I have losses. I don't always win all the time. But one thing that I told her was I just don't give up. Like I don't quit. I don't take that no as the final answer. Like I find another solution. I go around. I find another pathway. Like I find a window. I and I don't understand how people say I don't like that saying when God when God closes the door that means that you're not supposed to go through it or something like that like don't go through it or whatever and just like no I don't agree there's a difference between God telling you no and there's a difference between him telling you not right now and I think that it's important for you to know his voice to have that intimate relationship with him for you to understand the difference because if you know the way God talks to you the way he speaks to you the way he communicates with you and it's all different it's all subjective um to each individual then you would know like oh god just ain't fooling me right now he's just not right now not right now it's not time and sometimes he's like oh no he blocked that thing like he absolutely said no so you have to be okay with that you have to be okay with what he decides if you if you have given your life over to him if you haven't proceed with caution I would urge you, but, um, yeah, yeah, have those uncomfortable conversations, I don't want this to be too long, but I really felt like it was needed for me to tell you guys to have those uncomfortable conversations, even if you can't look them in the eye, be in the same vicinity, work towards it, but have them, you do not know how much time, um, has been wasted, how many gifts, have been wasted because you didn't want to have those uncomfortable conversations like what are you legit waiting for are you waiting for a sign this is it are you waiting for God to say something this is it are you waiting for uh, another family member to come to you no you're that family member are you waiting for a friend to come to you and own up to it no you're that friend I know sometimes you might be tired of being the bigger person I get it, but sometimes that's who that's who God has created you to be, clearly. If you're always being a bigger person, God has created you for that office, and you need to just kill it. You need to master it. So, that's it for this week. I really want you guys to have those uncomfortable conversations. I want you guys to be blessed. I want you guys to be productive. I want you guys to be joyful, and I want you guys to be intentional. All right, I'll see you guys. Well, I'll talk to you all next week. Have a good week. Bye.